Yes Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Uh, everything's under control, situation normal. From the corner penthouse of Spook Central, all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. You like? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi master. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Wonderful time. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg, and as always, I am joined by my wonderful co-hosts here in Atlanta, Georgia. First up, Abigail Gardner. What's up, guys? Jacob Walsh. Hello. I'm not in Atlanta. No, you're not. It was a lie. Mm-hmm. Lied right lie. from the start. Nope, Jake, I see you. You're not in Atlanta. We see you. I'm we, not. Hey. This is know, not Atlanta. <laughs> listen, listen. Lie to your customers. Lie to your listeners. <laughs> People like it when you lie to them. People want to be mistreated. He's not. He's not in Atlanta. Uh, Jake, I see you right now. I also see, uh, for those of you listening and not watching, Jake is sitting in front of a mighty Jaws collection. He's what I think Jake, Jake has the biggest Jaws collection in the world. Is that mm-hmm. true? Probably in the world. It's not true, but okay. uh, I will lie to you and say that it's true. In okay. Valdosta, though. In Valdosta. Definitely. That's right. Got it. In Valdosta. You're the biggest. Uh, well, hey, hey, Jake, you might not actually. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think I do. I think I, I, think I do. I think I do. I think I do. Cool. Okay. Uh, well, welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining uh, Yes Have Some this week. Thank you to all of our new listeners, our listeners, young and old. We run the gamut. I bet we have 80-year-olds and 8-year-olds listening to Yes Have Some. Do you think so? Have I hope there's listening. some. God, I hope some 8-year-olds are learning their first curse words listening to the show Ooh, we haven't even said any yet but the anticipation of them happening has really got me excited it's gonna happen yeah um so cool well welcome everybody uh thanks for all the participation thanks to all the new listeners who've been joining us on our official discussion group facebook yes have some group therapy all you got to do is go to facebook search for yhs group therapy and uh, you'll get on there we're talking solo we're talking star wars we're talking deadpool we've been talking a lot of shit. We got a lot of movies coming out. People are still reeling from Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. I feel good. Yeah. Do you feel good? Yeah. I keep getting my feelings hurt when people point out like how dumb it is to be upset by that movie. And I'm like, dude. By what movie? By Infinity War. Okay. Because like, the Please meme explain. of like, the, you know, people who don't know the comic books like getting really upset. And I'm just like, dude. I felt it, and it was very much an upsetting movie for me. So, yeah, you know, I you just want to say I have every right to feel my feelings, and so do you if you're feeling upset when you walk out of that movie. Dude, I like that we just had a PSA right That's at the top I'm of saying. the show. Jake. <laughs> and also, yeah. if you read all the comic books and you knew everything going into it, then, like, good for you, too. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Here's the thing. I respect in, in, you. In three minutes, we've said it's okay to lie to your listeners, and it's also okay to feel your feelings. <laughs> I like where we are as a show. Yeah, I, I think, like what we're putting out. Uh, we've been doing this for two years, and it's not getting any easier. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, but cool. So we got some fun stuff planned uh, in the next couple weeks. Obviously, right off the bat, we've got MegaCon in Orlando coming up next week. We're going to be there. We're going to be hanging out, hopefully getting some video, talking to some people, meeting some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, this is what we've been building up to. Like, listen, we're fans. We're unabrashed. That's not a word. Mm-hmm. Unabrashed. 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 That's our word. That's new. We are brash and unabashed. Or what did you say yesterday was the new phrase about the barge? Uh, barge and in charge. Barge and in charge. Um, yeah, we're going to meet Jeff Goldblum next week. Little photo op, little autograph, little, I don't know, maybe we'll have high noon tea. Oh, yeah. You never know what's going to happen. He looks like sure. he's, I've seen some of his, uh, the pictures from the photo ops. 
from other conventions with him, and he seems to get really close with people. So God, I hope he's pretty good pictures. Yeah, he's gonna hug you. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm hoping. I hope he picks me up. What if he me too's you? (laughs) Just like cradles Abby like a little baby. That would be disappointing. What if he? What if you have to breastfeed (laughs) off of him? I think I'd be okay with it. Okay. If you like demonstrated chaos theory for me. <laughs> with breast milk. <laughs> sure. <He's> like <laughs> tiny sure. variations. Oh yeah. Of the... come, back, come, back, come look at this. <laughs> Wait, is it his breast or it, okay. It it ends with oh, me uh, standing in front of the camera <laughs> with the backdrop going, uh, and now I'm uh Sitting by myself, uh, talking to myself. Uh, cool. So yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to MegaCon. Abigail, you're looking forward to MegaCon. Dude, yes, we got our wristbands in the mail yesterday. I'm so excited. So listen, if you're in Orlando and you want to hang out with us, we are going to. We'll be, be in line all day. We'll be in line. Will you hold our spot in line while we go to the bathroom? Yes, I gotta get a snack. Yes, have some podcast is officially looking for bathroom break volunteers. Buddies. Bathroom buddies. Uh, mm-hmm. That's our spinoff podcast. Won't you be my bathroom buddy? A bathroom buddy. <laughs> uh, so cool. So uh, before we get going, um, did anything interesting happen to anybody this week that they would want to talk about on the show? Um, we live great lives, ladies and gentlemen. I was just trying to lives. say, like, are you? Did something happen, or like, I don't think so. I watched uh, Twister. Yeah. That's always very interesting. Uh, I guess. Before before we went on, Jake, you were talking about before we went up before we called action. Uh, Jake, <laughs> you were talking about how um, we probably talk about Twister more than any podcast. I bet we do. Do you think? Do you think maybe there's a Twister podcast out there that's just like dedicated to the movie Twister? I mean, I don't know how. How? What would the like? What would they do? Like, I don't know. There are plenty of podcasts that dedicate themselves, you know, right to one movie. So yeah, it's got to. Yeah. There's even Ghostbusters podcasts. Okay, there's a radio station called 1061 The Twister. That's probably it. That's this probably is not a commercial. I'm sure that's it. Um, um, well, what if the what if a Twister podcast was like every week you just you find real life tornadoes and watch the footage and then talk about how the movie Twister is so much better. Yeah. Like, there wasn't even a cow in that tornado. Where you compare every movie to Twister? Yeah. Wait a minute. I love yeah. that. How That's every movie fails. And Listen, I, unabrashed and unabashed, yeah. I love Twister. Yeah. It's my favorite movie with Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton. I love I Helen Hunt. I hold it near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, rest in peace, Bill Paxton, because, uh, yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. just got really sad. Yeah. Uh, Abby, you've told me before, you you have a lot of respect for mid-90s Helen Hunt, don't mm. you? Yeah, she's tough. Yep. She wore that uh, white tank top really well in that movie. And I just I just liked her. I thought she was tough and strong and strong-willed and awesome. And yes. Yeah. And also, she kind of gets annoying, like when you go back and rewatch the whole movie. But yeah. as a kid, I, like, I was totally looking up to her. So I think yeah. she's a decent role model. So yeah. Jake? Yeah, can you... But, you know, talking about Bill Paxson, yeah. can you imagine, like, the way... The way... Uh, we're kind of now entering this. I, I, I mean, maybe we're not just now entering it, but like just the fact that we're getting a lot of sequels and like remakes of stuff that can you imagine like if he was still around, if they decided to do like a sequel to Twister, God, that would be amazing. Wasn't he like on the, you know, forefront? Yeah. He wanted it, so to do yeah, it for a long be, time. Um, it's I, just kind of depressing to think about. It is kind of depressing. Yeah. And uh, to be completely honest, I brought up Twister for two reasons. I, a, three reasons. I did watch it this mm-hmm. week. It was on. Uh, B, I found out last night that the, uh, what's her name? I always keep forgetting her name. The owner of the Atlanta Hawks, basketball folks. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, I, people Sports. are, people are exiting. I'm lost. <laughs> this is a, a warning. Uh, yeah. So the owner of the Atlanta Hawks, uh, his wife is the actress Jamie Gertz. Oh yeah, Jamie Gertz. Who played a therapist. Dr. Melissa something. Not not Bill Paxton's therapist. Oh, you couldn't help it, could you? <laughs> uh, uh, new truck, new job. Uh, so yeah, she played her. She was great. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's also the uh, Can't Spare a Square uh, lady from uh, Seinfeld. She's yep, also in, uh, uh, in Seinfeld. She's also in Lost Boys. So she's, mm. she's been around I the block. I think she was in Entourage. There you go. Wow. Ooh. Not because I watched. Hey, it. remember that episode of Yes Have Some where they started talking about sports and entourage? Dude, 
That's when they segued. That's when, that's that's when, when they pivoted them. to something else. Um, so anyways, <laughs> uh, she's great. Good for them. Good for that uh, person. Uh, what was uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, Twister. Uh, it's a good time of year for that movie to be on. It's a good time of year for that movie to be out. Yeah. Uh, it was the anniversary. I think it was like the 22nd anniversary, 22nd year anniversary. Uh, so yeah, we, we miss Bill Paxton and a Twister sequel. I was actually thinking, here's my idea for a Twister sequel. Ready? Uh, what's Bill Paxton's character's name in the movie? It's Bill, right? Bill Harding. Bill. It's the extreme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he dies. He passes away. Oh no. Off, and, like before the, off screen, before the movie starts. This is starts. your like, yeah. oh wait, they can still do, okay. Okay. And the biggest tornado outbreak in recorded human history. Mm-hmm. He's out on the chase. He dies. Mm-hmm. His estranged daughter teams up with Helen Hunt, who they don't get along, by the way. Mm-hmm. She's goth. <laughs> estranged daughter from Jamie Gertz? Yes. From Dr. Oh, We didn't know we she didn't was know. with child the whole time in she the first movie. The whole time she was pregnant. It's and she has the way baby. Way higher risks than she we She never thought. gets along with Helen Hunt. Um... <laughs> Dr. Joe Harding, mm-hmm. and uh, they have to team up together. And this is what we're talking about off off camera, off off. Uh, we weren't recording yet. Uh-huh. They have to hunt down the tornado that killed Bill Paxton. <laughs> like like the same tornado. Yeah, you know, it with a belt, like with that leather belt. Here's the thing. Here's it's the thing. Still going. It's the biggest <laughs> outbreak in human recorded history. The tornadoes don't stop. Does that mean does that mean that Bill Paxton's body <laughs> yes. is still in there? Yes. But can it also somehow be the one that around? killed Helen Hunt's parents? What'd you say? Can it also somehow still be the one that killed Helen Hunt's parents from yes. the first movie? It's, a, it's, it's the, the same it's one. one. Continuously it going. Back. It's a Bruce from Jaws situation. And what there's a scene I, I wrote this today. Don't hold me to that. There's a scene where Bill Paxton appears in the clouds like Mufasa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he's like. You gotta find it, Joe. Use your heart. Use Dorothy. And then Philip Seymour Hoffman also appears in the clouds. And he's like, The extreme! We're going to the suck zone in heaven! And it's great. The finger of God? It's the finger of God. What do you guys think? Yes. I like it. I'm just spitballing here. Is it called F5? It It is called F5. Okay. It's called Twister F5. Finger of God. The extreme returns to Oz (laughs) from Kansas. (laughs) Dude, I'm there. I'm Somebody draw that tattoo. poster. Yeah, if anybody could put that together, we would be very uh, much appreciating that. I know some people who might do that. There you go. So, cool. Um, cool. Well, listen, now that we've covered the important news, yeah. uh, did you guys like my segue where I was like, anybody do anything cool this week just so I can tell them? Talk about Twister. Yeah. I was exactly. hoping you had something. I did. I have I was gonna some. Do some you, made, you made me think like I... Like you made me think that you set that up for me to talk about something, and I was like, "Wait, no, I don't." You made me question everything I had done this weekend. Jake, you've had to yeah. do, you, you've had to do something this week. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I worked. Uh, I worked, and you know, I bet you ate a dinner or two. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, yeah, that Couple happened. Dinners. Couple right, dinners. Cool. Well, listen, cool. We're gonna move on here. I think we should. I think we should. Yeah, I just had a thought. Um, before we get to Han Solo, because we're going to be talking about that, I think it's time we just kick this off with a traditional, yes, have some, fuck budget. Whoa! Fuck, 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 mother, mother, fuck, mother, mother, fuck, fuck. I don't give a fuck. We'll do it live! Fuck it! What do you think? Now, for our new listeners, should we explain the rules of the fuck budget? Yeah, definitely. Adam. Yeah, let's do it. Well, you're the you're uh, Papa Fuck Budget. You're the one that hands. I shouldn't have said that. Don't take that back. You're the one who hands out the money. Yeah. That we uh, the fucks. People the are watching money. this right now, going, "What? What's <laughs> happening?" Uh, the fuck budget. It's a fun segment, an original piece of material by Yes Have Some podcast. Where stolen I, from a TED Talk. There you go. I take five topics currently happening in the world of movies, toys, television, things that basically pique our interest. And I dole them out. Abigail and Jake, you decide how many fucks you give about each topic. And remember, you only have ten fucks to give total. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Spend your fucks wisely. Because like they used to say in the old country, I don't have anything to say right there. We're just going to move on. 
I'm not, I thought it we'll edit defensive. something in there. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it just it just cuts <laughs> to some guy from the old country going like I used to say. Um, you only yeah. get five fucks. Uh, I want to go to Reno. I think that's the old country. That's from Kingpin. Rest uh, in peace, Randy mm-hmm. Quaid. He's not oh, dead, but his career is okay. Moving on. It was announced today that the creators of Gotham have signed a new deal with. The Epics Channel, which I don't know what that is. I had to look it up. For a brand new series based on Alfred Pennyworth. Yes, that is right. Batman's Butler is getting a prequel series. Cool. Jacob Walsh, when it comes to the Alfred prequel series, or as I've been referring to it as, Alfred, an Alfred story. (laughs) Okay. Jacob Walsh, how many fucks do you give? I just want to tell you, first of all, like when you sent these links... Yeah. I read this one. You know, you sent a link to the actual story. Uh, to the story, yeah. I saw I saw what it was. Yes. I clicked on the link, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> Halfway through? Because I don't give a fuck. Okay. Zero fucks. Zero. Don't give a fuck. This is stupid to me. All right, okay. Zero. Zero. Okay. Uh, but wait, it's not related to Gotham, though. It's different. Uh, there you go. Still, Jason's that doesn't matter. Faces. Uh, yeah, it doesn't I'm matter. My cards over here. I'm going to explore this a little bit more once we're done. Abigail Gardner, when it comes to the Alfred Pennyworth television series, how many fucks do you give? Uh, zero fucks. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. If it was Pennywise, I'd care, but Pennyworth, I'd give a fuck. <laughs> Alfred Pennywise. Alfred Pennywise. Oh, he, he can pop up anywhere. So Batman's any- not afraid like of anything. Yeah, Batman's afraid of literally uh, no. everything. I read this. Is article it him too. going through Butler School? Dude, it's him going through like wartime and like before. What is this? I don't care. It sounds who thinks, so boring. Who thought that? Like who? Whose it's idea even, was it? Yeah. I don't know, but I found I didn't find the story on Google. I had to use Ask Jeeves. <laughs> God, I've been waiting to say that all day. That's great. Oh, the that's relief like I had. That's, that's the only successful. reason this is on the fuck budget. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Okay. Um, so listen. I don't think this is necessary. A, I don't know what the Epics channel is. No. B, Gotham sucks. C, hey, DC, you ever think about making something people want to actually watch? That'd mm-hmm. be good. Not that I feel like DC's like behind this, but they're they're letting it happen. Um, I don't know. I've never really found Alfred to be that interesting of a character. There's been a lot of different incarnations of him. Uh, I think maybe... He's a butler. He's a butler. He's strictly Freaking, butler. He's a butler. Yes. Okay, let me throw this out. What if it was Michael Go? Is that his name? From uh, the original Batman series, and it was him and Chris O'Donnell teaming up. Dude, I was about to say this. If it was a Batman Forever, Alfred, with like, if somebody were to fix one of these motorcycles, like him just fixing the motorcycles, I would watch it. <laughs> That's what I'm just saying. Just a series also, of, I, who was of that Alfred guy? Batman fixing... Forever. Let's move on. What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, this is dumb. Let's on. go to the this next one. I always try. I like to have a little bit of a, uh, uh, you know, some you fun. know, it's just fun. It's just fun. All right, number two in the fuck budget. Oh my god, I've lost my notes. Mm-hmm. Number two, Fandango Fan Shop. That's right. When you want a prop replica, wh- what do you think of Chronicle Collectibles, Hollywood mm-hmm. Collectibles Group, mm-hmm. maybe a custom builder? No, no, no. We're talking Fandango. Yes, the movie ticket website. They are now putting out prop replicas and various other pieces of merchandise from movies that we know and love, included in this, an Indominus Rex bust for the low price of $25,000. And I don't even believe it's a scale bust. There's no way that it could be. (laughs) An 18-foot bust. Uh, It's about two feet big. I don't know. Hangs off the wall. Looks pretty good. It's $25,000. Abigail Gardner, when it comes to the Indominus Rex bust (laughs) from the Fandango fan shop, which is fun to say, how many fucks do you give? It is fun to say. I give one fuck. All right. Explain. This is purely for packaging because I think that the box it comes in is very cool. I do not care for the Indominus Rex. What's the box it comes in? If you can see it right here, it's oh, like, it it's looks, a crate. It's like a crate. It looks neat. It's like the crate. Got, it doesn't even have the Jurassic Park logo on no, it. No, it, it doesn't. Has the Universal Studios logo. I just like it. Right. Um, I don't think that this is something that I would like proudly display on my wall because it wasn't like my favorite dinosaur um and yeah i just think it's the coloring like well i was never a big fan of the the color like palette on this um on the dinosaur like in the, the movie. white gray yeah like it's it's kind of like it blends into things and yeah. 
It's very cuttlefish. And I just, I just think it's weird and I don't like it. And I wouldn't put it on my wall, but I give it one fuck because it is a Jurassic Park, Jurassic World related thing. So there's just like a built-in fuck there. But I also am not going to buy it because I don't have Oh, I like that. So no matter what, if it's related to that franchise, Jurassic Park, it gets built-in one fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, for $25,000, you could buy a hybrid car instead of the hybrid dinosaur. Jacob Walsh, how many fucks do you give? Um, I I also gave it one fuck, but I I think it looks very good. Oh. Um, yeah. It, it, it looks, to me, it looks a lot like the, uh, the one they actually built, the animatronic. Like, the likeness is very, very good, I think. But the, the price is pretty insane. And it's one of those things where it's like, how many people are actually going to be buying this? Um, is there any reason why it costs that much money? I don't know. I don't know. May, I, I, no clue. No clue. It, it seems like a lot. That's why I only got. That's why I only gave it one fuck. Is because it's like that's too much money. You know, like if mm-hmm. I, if I had that much money to spend on a prop, am I going to spend it on the Indominus Rex? No. I I, I think the Indominus is fine, and uh, I like the way it looks, but it's not. It's not enough to to get any more than that. You know what's strange to me? Um, obviously, we're friends with the guys at Chronicle Collectibles, and they put out the best top-of-the-line Jurassic Park props. Things similar to this. They've got the Rex busts that are about the same size. They've got one-of-one uh, or one-to-one Velociraptor heads. Uh, all sorts of stuff. And their price points are nowhere near this. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like if this was a Chronicle item... Is there a payment plan option on this? No, no. I mean, you have to have a lot of Fandango points to get $25,000. So, yeah, it's weird. Maybe we could do some research into this and find out why the heck it costs so much. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to do. You guys ready to move on? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. I like the Indominus Rex. Yeah. It looks cool. I think he's fine. He's fine. Maybe it's, yeah. Hold on. Like, it is $25,000. That's what I'm saying. It's fine. You can't, it can't be $25,000 and fine. That is so much fucking money. Yeah. Why does it cost so? Like, I I don't know if maybe the first time I didn't really look at the price, and you're sitting here saying twenty five thousand over and over, and I'm like, wait, is it twenty five thousand or is it like twenty five hundred? Because that's also expensive. But no, I just pulled it up. It is two four comma nine 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 point nine nine. What are those other nines? What right? What? I've always wondered, after the point, like, what is that? <laughs> what does that part mean? What is that? Yeah. Um, I'm going to do that part. Cool. Well, uh, we're not sorry. buying it. Yeah. No, I mean, we could not. with all that YHS money. money. Right. <laughs> uh, we can't. Do you, we should call them and be like, do you take fuck bucks? Do you? Um, <laughs> cool. All right, moving on. It is time for the next part of our fuck budget. Are we ready? Girls. Yep. It was announced today that there is new cast members for the brand new movie coming out. It part chapter two, <laughs> part chapter two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already <laughs> knew Bill Hader was going to be in it. Chapter twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, it chapter twenty-two. <laughs> That's what they're going with. You know what's weird though about the the Bill Hader stuff is like none of that. You, you know that none of that's official yet. Yeah, it's not like one hundred percent confirmed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just weird to me that they're. Yeah. Whatever. But they're know. reporting on it as if oh, it's yeah. like talks. In talks. Um, Same with James McAvoy. But anyways, yeah. uh, this actor, James Ransone, uh, has been cast as Eddie Kasbrecht. I'm not that familiar with this actor. I guess he was in season two of The Wire, which I watched, but I really don't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I haven't read anything negative. My reaction is fairly indifferent. Abigail Gardner. Uh, oh, and there was late breaking news. Jake, you want to fill us in on what that was? Uh, yeah, um, the, uh, an actor by the name of Andy Bean uh, is reportedly been cast uh, to play grown-up Stanley. Whoa, okay. So there it is. Okay. Two and casting announcements. Nothing I really know. Andy Bean. Well, when it comes to Andy Bean and uh, James Ransom, Abigail Gardner, how many fucks do you Whew, I give four fucks to this. All right. Four very stressed out fucks. Because, well, A, I do kind of remember James Ranson from uh, The Wire, because I really enjoyed The Wire. Um, and I love Eddie Kasprak as a character. I think that it's a very good casting choice. I am just now getting to know this Andy Bean fellow, because we just found out, obviously. How are you getting to Did you I direct message? They're hanging out. On this computer screen? No, we're not hanging out. 
But, like, I mean, knowing Stan's role in um, the second half, I don't want to put any spoilers out there, but if you've read the book, whatever. I, I actually won't say anything further other than this just means that we're going to be getting even more confirmations, which, for me, I do want that Bill Hader casting choice, so... This just means that that's probably around the corner to find out whether or not that's going to be confirmed. And I'm stressed about that. So there's four fucks going out to this particular subject. Very well. And I love Stephen King, so there you go. <laughs> Take that, Stephen Take King. That. She loves you. I love you. Jacob Walsh, how many fucks do you give? Um, I gave it three. Um, you know, it, it, I'm always excited to hear more casting for this movie. And I'm, I'm actually pretty surprised. Like after, you know, originally I kind of wanted all of the actors to be, you know, maybe no name actors, which is a big, you know, you, you kind of know that that's not going to be the, the issue, especially when the first movie made so much money. And as soon as the first three actors were kind of announced who are all three like big names, I was like, okay, this entire cast is going to be. Oh yeah. James. Well-known people. Also. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so when these two guys were announced today, I was like, I have no idea who either one of these guys are. Uh, the guy who is playing the older Eddie, um, he was in the Sinister movies. I did see the first one. I hated it, and I don't remember him at all. I, I probably just wiped that movie out of my memory. I don't remember him being in it. Um, uh, I don't. I haven't seen anything. Either one of these guys has been in. He looks a lot like Eddie. Mm-hmm. Um so I can't, you know, I don't, I don't have any basis for their acting ability because I've never seen them in anything. Um, but I'm, I'm excited that they are like kind of, you know, I don't want to say no names because they've been in a bunch of stuff. It's just stuff that, you know, not, not super names. popular, yeah. not big. Yeah, not big things. So, right. yeah, I'm excited about it. How many fucks was that? Three. Three. Thank you. We're doing well. Dude, I'm excited about it. I mean, how many fucks have we given away? Let me count. It was my... Uh, one of my favorite movies last year, at least top five. Um, Andy Muschietti's come out and said that it's, the next one's going to be darker and scarier, and I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, yeah. And uh, I don't know. The first one was only one half of the story. I'm not nearly as familiar with the story as you two are, so it's mm-hmm. all new to me. I'm going to be the one that, oh, I can't believe they did that. can't believe that yeah. he's, uh, he's not a clown in this movie. <laughs> he's a dog. What if he was? That'd he's be a golden retriever in this movie. Okay. No. Well, I mean, a dog wouldn't be that big of a stretch, but golden receiver, air bud. I'll move on. Okay, Jake's leaving. (laughs) Jake, (laughs) bye guys. Fuck it. Um, next up, we got the trailer this week for the brand new Queen biopic, Bohemian Rhapsody. This movie's been in production for a long time. Starring the dude from uh, Mr. Robot. I don't know his name. I don't watch it show. I'm not even going to learn it. Trailer looked pretty good to me, but I've got some thoughts. Abby's watching it right now. I can't stop watching it. Abigail Gardner, when it comes to Bohemian Rhapsody, the new movie about Queen, directed by, who was it? Was it Brian Singer? Oh, boy. Yeah, I think so. Abigail Gardner, how many fucks do you give about this movie? I give this one fuck. All right. And that's just because this trailer is extremely shiny, and I just watched the first like 30 minutes of the movie Rockstar which um is kind of terrible but like extremely entertaining and like easy mm-hmm. to make fun of and like because of that I was like wait this movie looks just like Rockstar and it looks like it's completely not of that era or time like it looks like it was made right now like it's a brand new music video and it's probably going to be awful and and or very entertaining and the soundtrack might be like I don't know we'll see I'm, I give it one fuck because I think I'm gonna watch it at least at home with Craig and sing it a lot. So we'll see. I ain't watching shit. <laughs> Jacob Walsh, how many fucks do you give? I gave it two. I like Queen. Um, oh, yeah. I, I like Queen and I think this movie's been in production or maybe not production, but it's been like in the works for a very long time. Right. And uh, I, I think I, I'm a little like iffy also about the way it looks, Abby. I, I, I agree with you. It does look like it almost looks like I'm watching the trailer for Mamma Mia or something. Uh-huh. Like, it doesn't look yeah, that like a like, real... Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia, Mamma yeah. Mia, Mamma Mia. <laughs> Aren't they omitting looks... the whole, uh, like, how we... Okay. Yeah, I was going to talk about We're that. We're getting that later. Continue, Jake. Sorry, interrupt. Well, well, I, I, I gave it to because like, I do feel like this... The guy who's playing him... Rodney uh, Malik, that's his name. 
I don't know. I, I haven't seen anything he's in. I mean, I guess like when he's got the mustache and the glasses on, he looks like him. But besides that, I don't think he looks like Freddie Mercury. Right. And um, I know originally Sasha Baron Cohen was mm-hmm. uh, supposed to play him. Oh. I think that would have been way better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if you guys know why Sasha Baron Cohen's not doing it anymore. Go for it. I was going to go there um, for it. I don't. He so now this was years ago at this point. This is like this was years ago. Right. Uh the reason he dropped out is because like at one point and I don't I don't know if this is still the case, but at one point they wanted Freddie Mercury to die halfway through the movie. Right. And the rest of the movie to be just about how the band carried on. Like that's what the band wanted. Because we all know and, Queen's best years came after Freddie Mercury died. And, oh and you God. know, so, like, and Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, and Sasha Baron Cohen didn't like that. And uh, there were some arguments, and he dropped the project. And I think, like, from what I've seen, the, the script has changed since, the, like, a lot of things have changed. And there's no telling if that's still the case. Right. But uh, well, the story that was, seems like such a weird thing. Yeah, I mean, I think the story originally was that, like, Sasha Baron Cohen was attached, and they. By the way, I love Queen. Queen's one of my favorite bands, yeah. and uh, I think Freddie Mercury is one of the most uh, interesting and dynamic and prolific, iconic, you know, yeah. iconic mm-hmm. musicians. Uh, you know, he's he's up there with with David Bowie, Michael Jackson, Prince, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fucking Outcast. I don't know. Um, Groundbreaking John <laughs> Groundhog Day. We're just we're just naming things we like. Um, Ghostbusters, Peanuts, um, the food. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 but seriously, like, for a long time, it, it was um, it, it was kind of talked about that it was going to be kind of a hard-hitting, more of an edgy or dark, realistic look into their career and uh, the things Freddie Mercury went through, including his relationships, uh, his health, uh, the way, you know, when he passed away and everything, mm-hmm. um, and that the remaining members of Queen wanted to do more of a family-friendly uh, kind of, I don't know, idealistic portrayal of of those yeah. things uh and i don't want to kind of that. the way that the greatest showman like took the i didn't see that movie yeah it's almost like they spun something that had some unsavory bits exactly and, like, lost yeah. it up for people they yeah. just get rid of it yeah like, That's what and like freddie, is... freddie mercury freddie mercury was you know he was he was a he was a crazy dude you know like he was known for like you know having some crazy parties and being pretty out there and he yeah. hid all the like you know the 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 fact that he was sick, you know, he hid that from people. And there's a lot of like great stories about him that you could, you know, read. And like from some of the stuff I read, they were like, we don't want any of that. And, you know, it was like, we're going to just skip over everything. Yeah. They're just going to focus on, um, Oh God, what was the dude's name from American Idol? He like became Queens lead singer yeah that's what i was thinking adam of. something adam not divine yeah. but whatever <laughs> yeah was not lady gaga gonna like tour with them too for yeah. a while like there's yes listen no offense to the guys in queen but well, omitting like the difficult and traumatic parts from a story it yeah. just takes away from it as as a whole so i don't think it's going to be like a, a groundbreaking or yeah. moving yeah to film. me from the, the trailer i'm like oh this is going to be like queen karaoke it's going to be like oh i know these songs but uh right the description here of the trailer. Adam says, Lambert, that's his name, by the way. Yeah, Adam Lambert. Says, I'm, I'm, hope, yeah, I'm hoping it's not like that. I mean, that that is kind of like what the trailer looks like. But then again, I also like, I, I also watch the trailer. I'm like, I want to go see that. Oh yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I just oh, want to yeah. go watch. I'm not going to see it. So oh, yeah. So yeah, gonna, I don't know. I like I said, the stuff with Sasha Baron Cohen that was so long ago at this point. Jake, what's your favorite Queen song? I hate to put you on the spot. Oh like God, this. now I'm somebody to love. It's a good song. It's a good song. So good. Hey, best line. What is it? That bicycle song? That's the song I was going to say. Jaws ain't really my scene, and I don't like Star Wars. It's the opposite of our podcast because Jaws is our scene, and I do like Star Uh Wars. So you know what? <laughs> Fuck Freddie Mercury. Every time, every time I, I listen to that song, sucks. Yeah. every time I listen to that song and he and he says that part, I'm like, oh yeah, this is the part where he's like speaking as if he's another person and he's yeah. making fun of that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, because he really likes Jaws. Because like, he loves, he loves Jaws. Oh, that's a great a song, song too. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Hey, remember that time that we started a Ghostbusters podcast and two years later we had an in depth discussion about Queen? Oh, things have changed. Music. For yeah. People come to Yes Have Some for the music reviews. Yes. 
It's good. Uh, ooh, I love music movies. And also, Jake, you've seen Rockstar, right? I have. It's great. Is it great? But is it... It's, it's great for all the reasons Abby said. Like this? <clears throat> Hallelujah! <laughs> you fucking stole my goddamn thunder. You're such a fucking stealer. Off. Stand up and shout. Stand up and shout! What is happening? Sorry. Uh, okay. Someone was about a guy? Yeah, it was about a guy. It was about a guy. I love that movie. All right, cool. Moving on. Last part of the fuck budget. Are we ready? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Toys R Us. Still going away. Although I did yep. read, uh, this is off subject. KB Toys is officially coming back with three or 400 pop-up stores this winter, so... We'll be looking forward to that. Toys R Us is now auctioning off all of their assets, including their name, their logo, their websites. And apparently at some point, Toys R Us bought up a bunch of other website URLs and domain names to avoid people from making things that are similar to Toys R Us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One of the names that Toys R Us owns is sextoysrus.com, and they're auctioning it off. So when it comes to the possibilities of Yes Have Some Podcast, purchasing and owning <laughs> SexToysRUs.com, Abigail Gardner, how many fucks do you give? Girl, you know I'm giving five fucks to this. Because <laughs> I'm buying Sex Toys R Us. I've been waiting to buy it. Uh, this is an incredible article. It made my day reading it, so we should like post it Yes Have Some. Yeah, I think the original article was from Forbes. Yes, like it's just one of those things like when, uh, I don't, I can't think of anyone specific, but like maybe Dr. Seuss or like when somebody famous passes away, like you find out later that there was a bunch of like weird, dirty secrets about them and like stuff where it's like, oh, I had no idea. Like I just love the fact that Toys R Us has and owns like all of these like sex toy related websites. What, will names. you read the other ones they, they own? Uh, no, I just saw it. Go up. Okay. Go up. This is the part where we surf the internet up. We're surfing. Up. You were oh, just okay. on it. Oh. Uh, you lost it. Okay. Well, while you look for that, Jake, how many fucks do you give about this one? As, as funny as like the whole website thing is, um, I gave it zero fucks. Okay. Because like, I don't care. Toys R Us is done. You're old news. You're out of here. I'm done. Zero fucks. The they're they're auctioning everything off. Gone. They're getting rid of it. Okay. Fuck. Also available is IHateToysRUs.com, ToysRUsSucks.com, KinkyToysRUs.com, and AdultToysRUs.com. Oh, wait, KinkyToysRUs.com? Oh, it's Kinky Toys. I also like this quote from the guy that was saying, they just went crazy. I'm sure they were laughing and drinking Red Bull. Like, Red Bull just makes people think crazy <laughs> sex toy website names. Yeah, guys, so listen, it's the early 2000s. The internet has really taken off. Monster. All day. They're just chugging Red Bull, guys. Let's buy... Also... I th- I came up with a couple alternatives that they didn't buy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right, Would you like, like to a, share them? Yeah, sure. Like, did a, you write them down? No, nah, it's just some freestyle. Freestyle. Maybe cool. like uh, Jeffrey the Giraffe's Big Penis dot com. Why didn't they buy that one? Got it. I regret saying that. I'm just gonna put that out there. I've jumped the shark. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think sextoysrus.com is very funny. Um, and t- kudos to whoever owns that. I hope that whoever buys that designs the website to look like the actual Toys R Us website. <laughs> um, yes. And also, do sex toys have Build-A-Figures? Just asking for a friend. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you can build something that you couldn't normally afford that way. That's a great idea. You buy six sex something toys. real nice. And then you get the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, we'll move on. Hey. That's it. You said children were listening to this. Mm-hmm. That's the fun budget. We're done. Who That's won? It. All right. That was fun. Thank you, everybody, for playing. I really enjoyed that. But now we have to move on to some pressing, pressing information. Mm-hmm. It's not really information, but it is something that's happening. We are mere days away from the brand new entry into the Star Wars universe, Solo, a Star Wars story. We all know about the troubled production. Phil Lord and Chris Miller leaving, being fired, replaced by the guy from Happy Days. Something Howard Stern. I don't know. Ron Howard replaced these guys halfway through. The movie's out. The reviews are pouring in. It's at about a 72% on Rotten Tomatoes. No spoilers here. I've been avoiding oh, the trailers. really? Well, just... That yeah. is, I didn't even know that. Now I'm getting... Okay. The general consensus... Y'all are getting like a real reaction right now. The ge- This is real. This the, is live. The, ge- the general consensus is that it's fun. It's fan service. 
It's probably not necessary. We're a week okay. away. So I just wanted to have a kind of a, a YHS roundtable of where we are, where we are with Star Wars in general. Where are we with our anticipation for this movie? Where do we think they should go once this is out? Uh, before we get going on that, right before we went on the air, that's what I call this, uh, it was announced that Star Wars Celebration is returning next April. And oh. just like everybody predicted, it's not going to be in Anaheim. Uh, which which is what everybody was saying. Um, it will be next April in Chicago, my hometown. So that's fun. Cool. I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. We went to start. People are complaining that it's going to be cold, but I say I'm hey, glad. I'm glad it's going to be cold. cold. Yeah, yeah, dude, get into a deep dish pizza. The food's good there. They've got really good bookstores, comic book stores, and shops. It's a cool city. We there walked you. through it. Yeah, there you go. It's there you go. Good. So we'll be. Uh, I'm. We're definitely going to be planning to go to Star Wars Celebration 2019. Uh, but that will be uh, that'll be for another time. Right now, Jacob Walsh, solo. How are you feeling, man? I I feel pretty. I don't know, indifferent. Like I don't really. I'm not like. Ain't really anticipating it. I mean, it looks like the, I think the movie looks fine. Uh, you know that last trailer that came out. It looks fun. It looks like the movie's gonna be fine, but. Uh, you saying that people are saying it probably was unnecessary. I think I've been saying that over and over on the show since it was first announced that a solo film is just seems completely unnecessary and the wrong way to go for, for just like a star Wars movie at this point in time. Uh, and I just, I don't give a fuck about watching young Han Solo so, but I, but I, but like, I'm also all that shit that happened with the directors and like, I don't care about any of that. I feel like that kind of stuff happens with movies a lot. And, uh, just because it's star Wars, you know, it gets talked up and people are like, that means it's, it's awful. I, whatever. You can't really say anything until the movie comes out. So, uh, I feel like having low expectations, I'll probably like it. It's probably going to be fine. I think it's probably going to be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm in the, I'm kind of in the same boat. I think uh, when it was kind of when it was being filmed and and it was in a production originally, I was pretty indifferent to it. Um, Han Solo is a great character. It's always weird when you're recasting somebody, uh, especially Harrison. I mean, that's just like an iconic thing. We, we yeah. Jake, we've so soon to, too is which is yeah. what is weird. Harrison Ford is alive. We just got the Force Awakens a couple years ago. Uh, we're still we. It's always weird when you're watching a character and you know, like, you know he dies. You know how he dies. You know what his end is. So it's weird when you're saying, here's a bunch of character development. How did, I've never really sat there and thought about, well, how did Han Solo get where where he was at the beginning of A New Hope? It just never really crossed my mind. I'm not saying that it won't be interesting. But the origin of the Millennium Falcon and Han Solo. There's and other stories in the Star Wars universe that you could tell if you gave it to the right people. To yeah, write them. yeah. I think that's my. Here's the thing. I've talked about this before. Um, we've we lived a really long time with only three Star Wars movies, and then we got three more, and then we spent 2005 to 2015, ten years, basically, with the notion we've got six Star Wars movies. There's never going to be any more. And then when the whole deal went down in 2012 with Lucasfilm and Disney and everything, mm-hmm. uh, you get excited, right? You're like, oh my god, not all, we're going to get Star Wars Episode 7, and then we're going to get Star Wars Episode 8 and 9, and there's going to be spinoffs. And all, there's, we could see Knights of the Old Republic. We could see new stories, new parts of the galaxy, new parts of the universe, comedies, dramas, whatever. You can really explore Star Wars. And then when it's like, they're going to do a Han Solo movie, I'm like, oh, that's fucking last on my list of what I want to see. Yeah. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. But as as the marketing blitz has started and the toys have come out and everything else, I've gotten to be pretty excited about it and more optimistic than I was. I wrote the words cautiously optimistic down like in regards to my thoughts about um, this movie because as somebody who has been burned by the hype and getting really involved when? emotionally when? invested I don't remember. in movies. Yeah. 2016 answer the call. Uh, um, uh, I've kind of had some like moments where I'm like, Oh, I'm already buying like toys and action figures. I bought like a pop. Hey, here's where the visual component comes in. I got this, uh, Lando Calrissian, um, Donald Glover. I'm like 
totally obsessed with him and I'm so pumped about seeing him in this movie that I've already gone out and bought a bunch of merchandise from it, which reminds me of liking, uh, uh, what's her name? Jillian Holtzman, uh, Kate McKinnon yeah. in Ghostbusters and being like, I've got to get it. You I'm know what answered the call? So I'm getting a little bit stressed. It answered honestly. the call when she's like, you just got Holtzman, baby. You know yeah. what that means? That's when you buy a bunch of toys and merchandise of a character that ends up disappointing you. Yeah. That's what getting home is. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to be like forcing myself into like a, a froth and like getting in this theater with, with really high expectations. I want to kind of temper them and learn from the past. And I'd have to say I'm more excited about this movie than I was about like, I don't know, going into, I'm trying to think of a movie that had this much, cause there's been trouble uh, on set with this movie for a while. And I mean, Rogue One had a bunch of trouble making... on set. Rogue One was, yeah, was exactly. basically... The whole ending was refilmed. Right. Um, sorry, Gareth Edwards. We love you. Right. Love you like a brother. But we know that you didn't direct that shit for real. I want um, to have realistic expectations is all I'm going to say. Because yeah. I do have a tendency well, what if, to... What have you to... thought about the... So what I would... Rogue One was like kind of special and different because it was the first time we were getting a Star Wars movie that did not take place... With, I mean, it took place in the timeline of the saga films, but it was different. It was a mm-hmm. side, a one-off, spin-off. And I remember the excitement level was like, holy shit, what is this going to be like? And then I was sitting in the theater, and there was no scroll. And I was like, ah, fuck this movie. This is not Star Wars. Where's my scroll? And then it took me a while to kind of adjust my expectations. And I do like Rogue One a lot. It's taken me a couple viewings to really kind of latch onto it. There's still stuff in there that I find... I've, Peter Cushing, the the CGI for Tarkin is weird. Uh, the thing with Leia at the end doesn't really bother me because it's so quick. But there's just mm-hmm. some of the pacing, the story. Again, we meet all these characters; they all die. It's just different than what you're used to in a Star Wars movie. I'm sure the hope is that Solo launches its own mini franchise, and they can do a trilogy with Han and Lando and all that. Jay, I don't do, want to see that. You don't think that? I don't want to see that. I mean, I'm sure that is the hope, you know? I'm sure it is, but, like, doesn't that just seem like a fucking waste, like, of money? And, like, okay, we're going to make all these Star Wars movies, but let's just specifically make three about Han Solo. Like, we don't need three whole movies about, like, make something else. I'd rather see... We're going to see a Lando movie after this, because... That's just what... Yeah, that's possible, yeah. Almost the way that Harley's getting her own thing, like, after... Uh, uh, Suicide Squad. You know what I mean? Like there, there's you had to do it. Compare. You had to bring up Suicide Squad. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, um, if, even if the movie as a whole isn't the best, there can be one really good. Component yeah. That gets... Well, there was a bunch of reports today that Kathy Kennedy said they the next spinoff they were doing was a Lando movie, and then Lucasfilm came out and was like, "That's not accurate." The quote was misquoted. Basically, at at Cannes, Cannes. I'm not going through that again. At the film festival they have in France, uh, at Cannes, she was asked in the press line, because they debuted Solo there, do you think we could see a Lando movie? And she gave a very diplomatic, like, we love Lando, we could definitely see doing that. And they took that as, Kathy Kennedy confirms Lando movie next. And I just fucking hate right. that shit. Yeah. It's like, That's how it happens all the time. Because it makes, like, you want to have, you want to hear the news, you want to hear the late-breaking stuff. But Fake that, news. That makes it like where people aren't going to talk, you know, mm-hmm. they're just going to be reluctant. Why do you think it's a, it's a, not a very well-kept secret that the Obi-Wan movie is probably coming next. Uh, the mm-hmm. rumor is that it's going to go into production next year, but like, I don't know. They haven't talked about it probably because everybody takes everything and runs with it and does the wrong thing with it. Be responsible yeah. news. God. Anyways. Um, so having said all that, I agree with that. I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm, I'm thinking that it's going to be enjoyable. I have a feeling it's going to feel in the in the vein of like Guardians of the Galaxy, but maybe not quite like the characters not as uh, defined or dynamic or whatever. But I don't know. I, I don't want to be hard on Alden Ehrenreich, man. The guy's in he's in a tough spot. Um, I'm not going to be hard on him until I see the movie because then, <laughs> then yeah. we're going to yeah. fucking eviscerate him, dude. Yeah, I just. <laughs> Jake, did you see the video with him just, and Harrison Ford? I did, yeah. It's kind of it was fun. fine. Yeah, do, whatever. I'm just like, when I see that, I'm like, you you see the side-by-side comparison of those two actors. They don't look alike. They're not You're the like, same height. And I'm just like, what are they anticipating him growing more? Or what? Because this doesn't look... 
they like don't he look gone, anything alike. I know yeah. he was the first person that they that tried out for the role, and he just like stuck with them. But I'm just like, God. isn't that like when? Weird. It's how you guys got me on the podcast. I know it's like when the server says <laughs> ranch first or like last, and like you just end up going with that because yeah. it's like what you heard first. You know, like there are all these other options. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't I, like I said, I mean, cautiously optimistic. We're a week away. We're obviously going to be talking about it a lot. Um, the question I wanted to ask you guys is: Do you, if it's bad, like if it's really bad, if it's clearly not great, Jake, what kind of impact do you think that has on? the franchise as a whole um i don't think it would have a very big uh impact i think they would just switch gears and they would be like okay next movie's not going to be a solo movie you know it's not or not solos and a han solo i mean it's not going to be like a character they they would just switch gears they'd be like all right we need to focus more on an ensemble or something that feels a little more i think what they would do is so to me uh, the trailers to this movie, it doesn't seem very like traditional Star Warsy. Like you said, it Music seems a little more. Yeah. It seems more Guardians of the Galaxy like than Star Wars. And uh, I think if this movie didn't do good, they would be like, okay, next movie needs to be a Star Wars movie. You right. know what I mean? That's what they would try to do. Lightsabers. Um, yeah. They would be like, bring back the Jedi. Yeah, they would. That's exactly what would happen. <laughs> bring back the Jedi. It's gonna be called Star bring Wars. Back bring the back Jedi. the Jedi. <laughs> Star Wars. Where was it? The Last Jedi. We found Star that. Wars. Star Please. Wars. Who idea? What? Whose idea was it to kill Luke? Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Star oh, Wars. Oh my god. I tell you guys, I'm gonna revisit Last Jedi soon, but not I know. tonight. You wrote how damaging could a bad Star Wars movie be to the franchise? I was like, dude, we just had we one, had so you already saw and you know. Yeah, we also had three in a row ten years ago. Boom, boom. Uh, um, yeah, we've had bad Star yeah. Wars movies. It'll be fine. Star Wars is gonna be. It fine. will be fine. It's gonna fine. make. It's gonna make a lot of money no matter what. That's the thing with like these kind of Star Wars movies. Uh, event, you know, uh, Marvel movies at this point. It doesn't matter if they suck. There's a built-in audience that are gonna go right. see it no matter what. So it's going to make. Uh, you know a ton of fucking money no matter what right that's not the problem the problem is like i guess what kind of what people say about it or right. whatever or if they even care right. the problem is whether or not i'm gonna get that second wave of cups from shonies that they're putting shonies? out oh, wait, is it shonies denny's damn uh, it denny's. damn it denny's. denny's well i'm not if i go to shonies i think so. you just broke the podcast so um yeah wrong. uh <laughs> shame <laughs> you've been shamed uh yeah i don't know I'm excited, but like it sucks because I don't have like the normal Star Wars excitement. Like it'll be yeah, fun to it... see a Star Wars movie, but I think I, I'm most I, even... excited to see Chewbacca. He looks yeah, really yeah, cool. yeah, because he uh, <laughs> they were they gave him such a like short end of the straw in um you know Last Jedi, so God. they were like, all right, give let's punch his roll up for Solo. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like when I watch the trailers for for Solo, I don't feel the same like. Whenever I'm watching, you know, whether it was Last Jedi or Force Awakens or Rogue One, all of those trailers like make you feel like butterflies in your stomach. You know, even even like I mean, the trailer for Last Jedi, even though I, I didn't love Last Jedi like some people do, still it still feels like a Star Wars movie right. most of the time. Hey. But watching the trailers for Han Solo, it's like I'm like, OK, cool. Let's watch the trailer for the Meg again. Hey, hey what was that shark movie we you were talking about the other day? <clears throat> oh, I I have it written down. The Meg, the one I literally just said. No, some like shark no, movie from nineteen eighty one. Abby was trying to talk about. Was I? Someone at my work was telling me about it and wrote it no. down. You know who that person is. So cool, cool inside baseball, fun. Any last thoughts, Amelia Sports. Clark? Do we love her? Is she gonna break? Dude, <clears throat> I like her look in the movie. I mean, that doesn't mean that I'm gonna like the character necessarily, but I do like the aesthetic, yeah. and I think that the action figure, the Black Series figure, looks really good. So you know, there you go. Here's hoping. I mentioned she's keeping her accent, which I think is good for her. All right, I think she's gonna be good. There you go. Yeah, not I, another I agree. Terminator Genesis situation. No, that's what I don't want. Well, cool. Well, no it's giant been, Courtney. Guys, we've waited six months for a new Star Wars movie. I think I can't wait another second. I wish I was seeing it tonight. But we'll have to wait a couple more days. It's um, fine. It's fine. And then uh, it'll be the long build-up to whatever comes next. 
Obi-Wan will be down the road. Episode 9 will be out in a year and a half. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm putting it out there. I am so unbelievably worried about Star Wars Episode 9. I am very worried because I don't... Jake, we've talked about this a lot. The, Let's hear it. The, the concept of having a different director putting their spin on it each time, not having yeah. the story completely fleshed out. It's a bad move. There's certain things that I think uh, could be retconned from Episode 8, and I would be okay. But I also don't think retconning is a great storytelling device. Like It's not. If, it's if not, you have to go into a movie annoying. having to change things, yeah. it's not good. Uh, it's annoying, but I don't think that that... It's annoying, and and you know that's not the greatest thing. But uh, it's Ryan Johnson's fault. It ain't gonna be J.J. Abrams' fault, right? Yeah, I think if anyone can fix it, it would be J.J. Abrams. Because yeah, if it, I mean, for anybody to have have the job of making you know the last movie in the in this trilogy, I'm glad it's I'm glad it's J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. I think the things. And we'll wrap up after this. I think when you look at Empire going into Return of the Jedi, it was very clear where everybody stood. You know, the good guys were in a bad situation. Han Solo was mm-hmm. the carbonite. Mm-hmm. Luke just found out that his dad sucks. Uh, and it was basically you knew you could anybody could have walked out of. Here's what I'm trying to say: anybody walking out of Empire Strikes Back, if you said, "Hey, what do you think the next movie is going to be about?" They would have said, well, it's about the Jedi coming back, regrouping, and taking on the Empire, taking on Darth Vader, and bringing yeah. balance to the galaxy. I don't know what Episode Nine is going to be about. Who fucking knows? Like, yeah, I, me I'm either. like, oh, there's no clear anything. Kylo Ren and, and Ray, and they're gonna... I'm like, it's weird because I'm like, I was thinking about it earlier, or, or maybe the other day, and I was like, who's gonna, who's the bad guy? Is it is Kylo Ren still the bad guy? Because they they. They make you feel so much like she's going to be able to turn him. Yeah. And then and they I'm team like, up and you're cheering for him for like an entire scene. And I'm, yeah. So I'm like, I mean, is that, is that how, the, that seems like kind of a boring way for the film to end because even in, you know, Return of the Jedi, yeah, he turns Vader, but then there's still, there's the, there's the Emperor is kind of the bat, you know, and that character's gone from this trilogy. So it's like, it's just so- weird to think about. I think so. If you think about the end of Empire, right? So Luke battles Darth Vader. Han, we, you know, Han could be dead. He's in the carbonite. Like it's very much like everybody's in a really shitty place, but it's yeah. very clear the lines of good and evil. When I think about Kylo Ren, like yeah, he fucking killed his dad, and that's awful. But they did so much work in Last Jedi to bring confusion to where he stands, and then yeah. like. At the end of The Last Jedi, I know that they're killing a lot of Resistance people, but the way it works in movies is that when you're killing and blowing up people that I don't know... Faceless, nameless, it doesn't, doesn't mean yeah, anything. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't and we matter. saw Kylo Ren try to kill Luke Skywalker, but it wasn't really Luke Skywalker, oh. so therefore it's just kind of like, well, what? I know I hate Kylo Ren, but I still like feel sympathy for him. I don't, but it's just weird. Like so yeah, it's, yeah. So they introducing another bigger, greater, bad, or like is it? They gonna can't. That would just feel weird. Yeah, I think they're in a tough spot. I really do. I yes. think that, um, I, I kind of feel like episode eight felt more like episode seven point five. Like it yeah. didn't feel like a complete story, uh, within a story. Um, I kind of feel like at the beginning, like. God, I'm ranting. But, like, you know, at the end of Force Awakens, Rey seems pretty strong with the Force. And then she goes and she trains and she learns more about it. And then she's still pretty strong with the Force. Mm -hmm. But we don't see a whole lot of growth in her character. Nope. And that was all I was looking forward to was that training process. And it was such a ripoff because there was footage that they didn't even use in the movie of, like, where she's running down the beach on Octu and, like, really getting into it and... I love nothing like actual than... training. Yeah. yeah, I want to see not just like yeah, yeah. And but even then, like when you watch the the extended footage, the stuff that was cut, like where her training turns out, it, it's still such a like a everything's just a joke, and it's not. This is what I want to explore, and what maybe we should leave this for. Take an... it, it's too serious. Yeah, well, let's maybe it should be better for another day. 
like I like the Last Jedi. There's a lot I liked about it. I said it was my favorite movie last year. I'm gonna stand by that because here's what I always say: the things I like about it, I fucking love. I love what we did see with Luke and Ray. I love seeing Yoda. Like there's things about it that felt so special, but it almost did feel like at every turn Ryan Johnson was trying to kind of like, uh, what is be like, super coy and like he absolutely did. Yeah. And evasive abs- and elusive and fucking annoying me. So yeah. He ab- that that's absolutely true. He absolutely 100% on purpose was like, let me turn make everything unpredictable and every and that would be cool. People will like that because it's not what everyone's expecting. And right. some people did like it, but you know, they're wrong. Yeah. They're wrong. Those Fuck people them. are wrong. Those no, no, no. Um, well, listen, we'll be covering a lot more Star Wars over time. Uh but I think it's time that we uh Call a call a wrap here on episode yeah, ninety eighty SF podcast. Um, I very much appreciate everybody joining us. Uh, before we sign off, I do want to say, uh, if you want to check us out on YouTube, it's going to be Utah, Utah. Give Utah, me two. Give me two. YouTube.com. Uh, yes, have some is the name of our channel. On Facebook, it's going to be facebook.com slash yes have some cast. And of course, uh, Instagram and Twitter at yhs podcast. And for the official group discussion. YHS group therapy. Go to Facebook, search group therapy. Yes, have something you'll find there. We're going to be talking about Deadpool. We're going to be talking about Solo, Avengers, toys, whatever is stressing you out on a daily basis. Come there, let us know, vent. We want to hear it. Uh, anything else before we sign off, guys? That's it. That's it. All right, make cool. better, make better Star Wars movies. Make better Star Wars movies. Big Star Wars. For Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh, my name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys.